Mic check one, two, mic check one, two, three. I can hear me. Can I hear you? Yes, sir. All right, JB Nation, I know we've been gone for a while, but we are finally back. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, mainly things movie-related. But first, we want to talk about something that has, you know, been surfacing on the internet lately, and it's the whole Kurt Franklin situation and um, the phone call that he had with his son. So... Jalen, can you give a little synopsis or a little overview of the situation for our listeners of what happened with Kurt Franklin and his son, and then tell us how you feel about the situation? I mean, I think everybody knows that, you know, Kurt Franklin had his down moment of cursing at his son on the phone and stuff, and it was recorded. And that's everybody kind of made viral that he was Going off on the sun, this and this and that. Uh, my stance on it is, I don't think Kirk Franklin is wrong because of the simple fact he's human. Just because he's, you know, this spiritual figure for people, you know what I'm saying, doesn't mean back at his home he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't, you know, and you know, it's just he. He's human. He sins. Everybody sins. You know what I'm saying? It's like they act like people that's, you know, spiritual figures is like Jesus or close to Jesus or like got a guaranteed ticket to heaven and they can't do nothing. And I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, he just let us, you know, kind of just let the best get it. Like, he got the best of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like it was a moment where he just had to go off on his son, and he did it just in, I guess you could say the wrong way, but as far as in his pride, like his privacy is not wrong because his, his son or whoever posted it shouldn't have posted it, and I think it was his son. Yes, it so was. I feel, yeah, I feel like he shouldn't have posted it because it's like, like, first of all, that's your father, and second of all, that's none of nobody else's business but you and your father's. If y'all, you know what I'm saying, that's y'all discussion. Y'all had one on one, and you know what I'm saying and it's just like, Kurt Franklin just gotta just give him the long, you know, the long handed spoon because it's just like he did a lot for his son or for his children in general. And, you know, that's how he did, you know, that's how he did. You kind of try to embarrass you in, in front of the world, try to make you your name bad because of, you know, your placement and your position. I just feel like, uh, I just feel like it's just wrong on his son, his son portion. And I feel like Kurt Franklin really not wrong with what he did because he thought he was comfortable in his own, you know, the privacy or one-on-one conversation. And I mean, everybody's going to have their opinion on it, but I mean, he could do what he wanted in his own house. So it's just, yeah, I feel where you're coming from. We finally have a topic where we have different opinions because me and you think a lot a lot of the times, but in this situation, um, I think we have different opinions on the situation or how we look at it. Mm-hmm. And I can understand where you come from. So what I want to first say is that if you don't know who Kurt Franklin is, Kurt Franklin is a gospel singer. And then so a lot of the times gospel, you know, if you claim to be a gospel singer or claim you be a, a Christian, People will act surprised when you 
cuss at somebody or act out of the Christianly conduct way. So that's what he did. He ended up threatening his son and cussing his son and said, I'm going to stick my foot up your, you know, the rest. And, yeah, and all that other stuff. But um, Jalen says that he doesn't think Kurt Franklin is wrong, but he thinks the son is wrong. And from my point of view, I think both of them are wrong. And the reason why I say that is because I don't want to say if I was God, but I can understand why Kurt Franklin reacted this way. This is his son and his son disrespected him. But I don't think, but if God were to look at it and be like, well, I think it's okay. You cussed at your son like he deserved that. That's, God is not like an eye for an eye. God does not, at least that's how I interpret God. God isn't like, you know, if someone does you wrong, you have the authority to treat them like crap, even though, even though you're the parent or stuff like that. I don't, think that's necessarily how I go and I think you because we're African-American Jalen I think you can have this feeling of Kurt Franklin didn't do any wrong because a lot of the time in African-American culture um parents cussing at their children whether they did something wrong or not is very common so you know you can walk in the store a little kid I don't know probably pick something off the shelf and then the parent like cuss at him and be like man you better put that da 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 before I beat your da 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 it's like a little toddler like come on that is very common in African-American culture so when we see this you know behavior when a parent threatens their child um to that type of extent we be like boy my mom and daddy said that to me boy it's like it's, it's, it's very common so that's why a lot of black people don't see anything wrong with that but me looking at it from a, a perspective of like, I don't want to say God, but I feel like if God were to look at that situation, he would have been like, it's wrong for the son to be disrespecting his father and put his, you know, the family business out there like that. And it would be wrong for your parent to threaten to like kill you and stuff like that. So um, I don't think any activity on both the side of his son and his father was, you know, ordained by God or something God would approve of but I feel like that is a situation like you use the excuse like you know he's he's even though he's a gospel singer um he's not perfect he's human I understand that but so is his son his son is not perfect he's human you have this compassion and understanding for the father's side you know like oh he ain't really doing nothing wrong for for real but you don't have that same like compassion and understanding for the son even though he disrespected you you know you have that you know, but I just think that's kind of funny. And I think a lot of people have that perspective of saying that Kurt Franklin didn't do anything wrong. A lot of African-Americans have that perspective because that's how we grew up. Well, not we, like my parents don't cuss at me like that, but I've seen a lot of, this. you know, you know what I'm talking about, Jay, you know what I'm talking about. So that's just my, my spiel. And then the thing is, um, Kurt Franklin never, he never tried to portray this image that he's perfect. He never, he always told people, I'm not perfect. I'm a sinner. I'm going to mess up. Da, da, da. He, he didn't try to, he never tried to portray this image that he's perfect. Now I'm going to piggyback off of this, of this other situation with, uh, what's his name? Derek Jackson, the little love guru who cheated on his wife. Derek Jackson is a man who is this love guru and he makes videos on YouTube about relationship advice for a lot of women and he when he does his little videos he uh degrades a lot of men who cheat and stuff like that and he's like oh you don't deserve her da 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 and he was just 
and he made it seem like he's the perfect guy. He would never do such a thing. And then he goes and cheats on his wife with multiple women. So there's a different reaction to Derek Jackson cheating because he portrayed this image that, oh, he's perfect. He, you know, he knows better, da, da, da. he wouldn't do this and stuff like that. But Kirk Franklin, Franklin never did try to portray this image. Like, I'm the perfect Christian, da, 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 da. So a lot of people reacted different to Kirk Franklin. A lot of people like, well, he, well, even though he a Christian, he never claimed that he was perfect. He never tried to make himself seem perfect and stuff like that. But Derek Jackson is taking a lot of heat because he always tried to portray this image that, oh, I'm the best man. I'm the perfect guy, da, 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 da. Men who cheat are trash. They're scum. But then he goes and cheat on his wife with multiple women. So that's why he's getting more heat for what he did versus what Kurt Franklin did. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That did just situation crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really can't say nothing because or I'm not, you know what I'm saying? This a position to say anything because that's not my business. I feel like he working it out, but I feel like the reason why everybody, you know, is hopping on his case is because, like you say, he put it out in the open that he was this perfect, holier than thou person, holier than thou man, mm-hmm. that he followed everything by the by the Bible, that up and down, and all this, all this stuff, and and when the curtain was revealed that he wasn't this person, you know what I'm saying? The truth came out. Mm-hmm. That he wasn't this perfect person, and then now he's trying to, you know, I don't, don't want to say he's backpedaling, but he kind of is kind of backpedaling, kind of just saying like, oh, uh, you know, what I'm saying I take, you know, just kind of just, yeah, soaking it in, trying to take in blame for it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, like people looking at that as it's like it's really BS because you no, know, we're gonna hop on your case still because. Even if you do tell us this, you literally just said we, you know what I'm saying, other men was trash because they made one mistake. So it's just like, yeah. you made kind of multiple mistakes with multiple women. Like, at least I would did it with one person. You know what I'm saying? That's how people take it and, mm-hmm. you know, break it up, kind of break mm-hmm. it down. That's how people take it. And it's just like, everybody has their different perspectives and different. So I feel like I, I just not going to, I'm not going to touch that situation, I'm not going to dip the toe in the water, as we like to say, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah. it's like, uh, it's kind of like, I'm not going to touch on it because he kind of, me personally, I feel like he kind of did it to himself. Kind of yeah. just, it kind of blew up in his face. Yeah, I think the reason why Derek Jackson got so much heat is because it made it seem like he was a hypocrite. He was telling all these, he was bashing all these men who cheated on their wife or girlfriend or spouse or whatever, whatever. And then he goes around and and does the same thing. He's not practicing what he preaches, basically. He's telling these guys, you need to be better. Don't do this. If you're going to cheat with her, cheat on her, just leave her alone. Be upfront with her, da, 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 da. And he has a whole wife with children, plural. Children. And he cheats Damn. on her with multiple women. That you're a hypocrite. I think that's why he got so much backlash. Bro, it's like, I'm not saying that it's good to cheat or nothing. I'm not saying that's a good thing. Like, that's not at all good, but I'm not saying, like, you know, a human man will make a mistake. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what he did kind of, it kind of portray, portrayed what he said 
times like 10 because it was like a multiplicity of women. It's just like, bro, you really just went against your whole saying times thousand. Here's the thing. This is the analogy or the idea that I got from this whole situation. Jalen, if you want to catch a thief, the best person to talk to is a thief. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, let me explain. Yeah. He has made several videos and actually wrote a book about it to tell women. Basically, he's um. you remember when uh, Steve Harvey made that book, Think Like a Man, to teach women, you know, like the ins and outs of how men think and how you should do relationships. So what he did was he was teaching his, these women on how to get a husband and what to avoid or whatever. He knows the tactics of men and how men or cheaters act because he is one. That's what I mean by if you want to catch a thief, the best person to talk to is a thief to figure, you know, to figure out their tip, their tricks and what they do. So that's why he was giving out such good advice. That's why he had such a big following. That's why he had such a big following. And the advice that he was giving was so good because the things that he was talking about is the things that he was doing and getting away with is essentially Ooh. for a while with his wife until it got out until, you know, somebody, I don't know how it got out. Some girl, she tweeted it. I don't know what she did, but it got out. So that's Ooh. the reason why he, you know, his books and his videos were selling before this situation because he a thief. And the best, if you want to learn how to catch a thief or be a thief, the best person to talk to is a thief. He sure, he sure had that mask on, but you couldn't see who it was. You know, that curtain was up. But we're going to um move on to the main topic, which is movies. And what we're going to talk about next is coming to America versus coming the number two America, the uh, sequel um to the first coming to america so Jalen, how do you how do you feel about the first one and the second one uh, the first one you know classic um it's really it's really like both of them are good to me personally like back then the whole coming to the first one coming to america it was really good the first time he came you know to the America basically just kind of finding his way, trying to find his his wife or whatever, and it was it was it was cool how the journey began. Um, him and was it Lisa? Him and Lisa, I think. Yeah. Was his, yeah. And how him and Lisa kind of crossed paths. You know, it was it was kind of like it was fate that they crossed paths because they always crossed paths. Like either he was at the McDowell's, not McDonald's, McDowell's, you know, he was at McDowell's when he went to the little, uh, what's the name, the little auction thing or the the charity thing that they had. Uh, and it was at Mr. McDowell's house when, you know, and he had like a little party or whatever. And it was just like, they just cross paths every time. And then that last time I just said, when he was at the house, that's when they actually, like, you know, talked to each other, actually, you know, sat down and just got to know each other, which was good because he kind of just, exp- I don't want to say he expressed how he felt, but he, uh, he, you know, he just talked to her and 
kind of just settled down with it. But it was it was real nice the first one. The second one, the second one was great too, because now it's a flip. It's kind of like a flip. Now it's his son that's used to America because he didn't know he had a son. So now it's his son used to America has came, you know what I'm saying, has came to Zamunda. And now it's kind of just like a flip of him finding his his wife. And it's kind of like basically deja vu. Um, and then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it because some of y'all might have not watched it. But stuff happened in between and he found the one. The rest is history. Basically the same plot. Same same everything, just different, probably a little bit more funny. I don't want to say more funny, just like different people, different actors, comedians, making it, you know, more modern, basically. Yeah, so next, our favorite movie versus our, versus our least favorite movie. Now, for me, my favorite movie is Catwoman. And a lot of people would like to argue me why my favorite movie is Catwoman. Um, it's not really an action movie. The The title of the movie shouldn't have been named Catwoman. It should have been called The Becoming of Catwoman because at the very end of the movie, like the last like two minutes before credits, she finally accepts herself as Catwoman. And a lot of people don't like it because her story doesn't line up with the comic books. In the comic books, Catwoman's name is Selena Kyle. And the Catwoman in the in the in the movie, her name is Patience Phillips. So this is clearly two different women. These are two different Catwomen. So obviously, yeah. so obviously her character isn't going to um line up with the comic books or be similar or whatever to the comic books and that's why a lot of people were angry but I wasn't but the reason why I like this movie so much is because when I was growing up I was really into superheroes and comic books and anime and all that good jazz so I didn't really have a a person of color a woman of color actually to really that I saw like in the comic books or on the big screen represented in that way. So when I saw it, when I was like at the age of like five, seven or something like that, and I saw a woman of color on there, you know, cause she's mixed. I think she's like black and white, but she is more black passing. She's not really that white passing. So that really made an impact on me as a child. So that's why that is my favorite movie. And it doesn't really have a lot of action in it. Once again, that's because it should have been called the begun the becoming of Catwoman. Like the plot of the movie, the uh the and uh, the antagonist of the movie or the villain is a woman is a woman who sells makeup. Like, come on now, you're not gonna get that much action out of a woman who sells makeup. That's the bad guy who Catwoman goes against. Like, yeah, really. So <laughs> I can understand why a lot of people don't like it. So, but anyway, Jalen, what's your favorite movie? Literally, I cannot remember. I have like, I'm not gonna say I have a favorite. I have so many. I have so many movies that I love, but but one I would say I don't want to say it impacted me the most. I had one movie, but I cannot remember it right now. But like one of the movies that really like impacted me when I was younger was GI Joe. GI Joe was live, man. Like, and like. 
Marlon Wayans, like, he was, he, like, made it funny. You know, in an action movie that's just about action, it's just, like, strictly, like, just strictly fighting, bad, you know, bad guy scenes, you know what I'm saying, serious conversation. But he made it, like, funny, hilarious. He took it, you know, took it to the next step, the next edge, pushed it to the edge of just being funny or in a serious, in a serious, like, atmosphere. He pushed, he pushed the envelope to making it funny. So I like that. And then, like, I would say, like, classic that, like, that I enjoy, me and my great-grandmother, that we enjoy together, Rush Hour. All the Rush Hours, it, it, I feel like that's kind of like, that's something too, because mm. of the simple fact that relationship with my great-grandmother. Is, mm. girl, we watch those all the time. I completely forgot about Rush Hour, all of them, all of them. I love Boy. all of them. That's, that's got to be like 1.5. Like my, not my first, but I think I say Catwoman's my first because I saw Catwoman first. Yeah. That's my first favorite movie, but I love all the Rush Hours, but continue, Jalen. Uh, you remember, man, I remember this scene, I can't remember which one it was, but you remember when he was chasing the dude that had C4 in the back of his trunk? And then all of a sudden, he shot the car in the middle of the street, and it blew up. And then he started dancing, like, uh, and they started playing like Michael Jackson music. That joke was fire. I was just like, "Where you want to know my hilarious. my favorite scene? I think it's in Rush Hour too." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Who are you? I am you. No, I'm me." Like, <laughs> because a lot of Asian people, their name can be you, me, me. Yeah, he was like. He was like, who is him? That's not him. That's me. But who is you? You. I am you. Me. Because he was like, who are you? He's like, I'm I'm me. Like, that was his name was me. Like, yeah. But she, he was like, no, I'm talking about you. Who are you? And then there was another dude named you. Like, why you or something like that? Yeah. He said, that's me. I'm you. And he was like, you, me, him, all of y'all. I mean, that was so funny. That was hilarious, man. Like, <laughs> he said, who is you? No, I'm you. Who are you? I'm, I'm me. You, you. No, that's me. No, he's... Uh, it was It was just that, like... It, it was funny. Like, the play on, the play on just... Kind of just everything it was hilarious. Like, that made me crying laughing. Like, literally. Chris, like, Chris Tucker, his, like, work, I want to say, like, because he played it everything Friday, like, I think just him being funny, like, just being Chris Tucker, basically, high-pitched voice, yelling, screaming all the time, like, just loud, I think that just made, like, the movie so much better. It's crazy. Yeah. And for me, my worst movie, well, my least favorite movie is Dragon Ball Z Evolution or something like that. And this is is how I know I hate this movie so much. I only watched this movie once and I do not know the plot. 
because the movie was so bad, I literally removed that memory from my brain. Like, I can't even remember what it was about. It was so bad. Like, I said, in my brain, I was like, let me select this file that says Dragon Ball Z Evolution, click on it, drag, mm-hmm. delete. Like, I hated it. I deleted it. Deleted that file from that, my brain. That move, like, I think as a kid, I was like, I guess you can say interested in it because it was just like, it had something to do with Dragon Ball Z. But then at the same time, as a kid, I couldn't really get into it. It was like, it was weird, man. Like, it really didn't pay, like, it really didn't make sense how the plot was. It kind of did, but then at the same time, it didn't. It was like, Piccolo going against Goku, but then, like, it had this weird, he, Piccolo had this weird, like, sidekick woman or whatever. Piccolo never had a weird side. They just made it. They tried to make it too, like, too big of a deal, I would say. Like, they just didn't keep it, like, basic. And plus, like, energy blasts and stuff. Like, I think technology back then, showing energy blasts was not, like, up to date where they can do it now, make it, you know, look realistic. Back then, it looked like it was so bad. I think they're trying to make a second one to redeem themselves from the first one because the first one was trash. I think they're just making another one to try to redeem themselves. Bro, I don't even think that was going to be as good, bro, like, at all. Like, I'm really not feeling this. One. And it's just because I would say it's the strength off the first one, but I'm not trying to I'm really not trying to watch it. Yeah, but anyway, all right, JB Nation, that is the end of part one. And listen to the short ad real quick, and we will be right back. Jaden's Corner. Designing your crafting needs. T-shirts, glasses, mugs, and wreaths. You name it. Just call me the Pinterest Diva. Contact us on Instagram at Jaden's underscore corners or contact us on Facebook at Jaden's Corner. All right, Jade Nation, we are back for part two of this episode. And the next thing we're going to talk about is our favorite actor, actress, Versus our, um, versus our least favorite actor, actress. So for me, um, it's very hard for me to pick my favorite actor slash actress because I have a lot of people that I had in mind. But since we was just talking about coming to America, I'm going to say Eddie Murphy. Um, I also like Martin Welfare, Jim Carrey, all them people. But um, I'm going to just say Eddie Murphy because... Um, to me, a good actor is a person who can play multiple different characters, not the same character or type of character over and over and over again. Like if you have this one this one person and every time you see them in the movie, they are the villain. Like that's all they seem to play is the villain in every single movie they play. But Eddie Murphy, he can play multiple different characters in one movie, multiple different types of characters in one movie like in Come to America he plays multiple different people um I don't know if you know about Nutty Professor he plays multiple different people um the movie Norbit he plays multiple different people he's you know he's played children um scientists women he's played a lot of different characters and different types of characters so to me a good actor is a person who can play not just one type of character really well but a, a wide variety of different personalities very well. And I think that just stems from him being a comedian 
if that might have a fact, you know, play a factor in it, but mm-hmm. what about you, Jamie? Who's your favorite actor slash actress? Um, this was tough, but I'm gonna go with Chris Tucker because I think his I think his dynamic of who he is kind of made the movie, like made the movie or the show just how made it, you know, broad and kind of build it up because his his personality and who he is like just lit up, you know, just lit up the movie, lit up just everything about the movie. His his funniness just being who he is, just being funny, of course, because he's a comedian. So it was just like that was that was like everything for me growing up, just something making it funny. You know, even if it was a serious moment, like finding a way to make it funny, it was great. Like so I think that's kinda like my favorite actor. I'm sticking with him. But I, I have a lot of I have a lot of other like favorite, you know, people that act you know, Michael B. Jordan, the Chadwick Boseman. No, every you know, it's a lot of people I could name. I can go on and on. It's a long list, but I would say my favorite and who like kind of impacted me growing up was Chris Tucker because his like his aura in the movie was just like so broad, so like it's crazy, and he just made it just hilarious. So I think yeah, that's my that's my favorite. That's my favorite actor. Okay, so who is your least favorite actor slash actress? For me, I couldn't really find someone or think of somebody. So I just said, like, the background characters that don't have a part, like, they're just there. They don't say anything. Yeah. Extras, I think that's what they call them, extras. Extras, yeah. Yeah. Least favorite I was gonna say, you know, State Farm commercial uh with Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I love Chris Paul. Chris Paul if you listen to me, you know what I'm saying? Hey, love you as a basketball player, but I'ma say extras too, because they really don't say nothing. And plus they just come in like they might come in with like one line or one line phrase or something to kind of just Put it together, I guess, or try to try to make a joke, but I guess you can say the, the extras. That's what I'm sticking with too. Okay. Next, we are going to talk about upcoming movies that we want to see. First up on the list is Godzilla versus King Kong. Jalen, yes, how do you feel about this movie, and who do you think is going to win? This movie is gonna be live. It's just based off the trailer, like seeing the trailer, seeing kind of the dynamic of the two, the powerfulness of the two. Um, who I think is gonna win? Oh, it's your boy, you know what I'm saying? Kong, you know King Kong. You know? So. That's my that's that's my winner of this epic battle, this epic showdown, you know, because King Kong is trying to save, basically save 
earth or save the people. And Godzilla is just a big monster that's trying to just destroy everything. So if I had to make sense of it all, King Kong, because King Kong has a heart, you know, he he's friends with the little girl that, you know, helped him out or whatever. So I say that. Plus, King Kong got some hands, bro. Here's my thing. Godzilla is the size of, like, skyscrapers. Now, the last King Kong movie I saw, King Kong had to climb up buildings and skyscrapers. So, size-wise... Really from my, like from from what I from you know from what I've seen growing up, King Kong was like not even close to the size of Godzilla. But in the movie, they're basically the same size. You you living in the past, bro. King Kong got a growth spurt, bro. Man, King Kong got a growth spurt, bro. Like King Kong was about like a hundred foot, you know what I'm saying? A hundred foot ten, you know what I'm saying? So, like, why we doing that? We grow it up. It was just confusing because the King Kong movie that I saw, King Kong was climbing up buildings and Godzilla stepped on them. So, yeah, bro. You know, he grew up. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long time. He grew up from that time. So, like, yeah. Okay. He's going to the league. That's what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? He's going to the league. He got like a 2,000 foot vertical. Now, since they're making King Kong the same size as Godzilla, and then earlier this time this week, me and Jayla looked up some of the powers that King Kong and Godzilla has, like, King Kong has, like, I forgot what it was, like, immune to, like, radioactivity or something like that, and some like of the radio, powers, It was kind of like radio posts or something like, something posts like that. And then that is like the stuff that Godzilla shoots out of his breath or whatever or whatever. Yeah. So he King Kong is like immune to that. So a lot of the powers that King Kong, I mean Godzilla has, King Kong is now immune to them. So they just creating this stuff out of the blue for the movie. I mean, I guess you could like it's basically because if they didn't do that, it would have been boring. It literally like, would have been boring. It would have just been. It would have been a smash battle. Yes, it would have been a smash battle. Like, like you said, if they made King Kong like the same size that he was the last time climbing up, bruh, he would have got stepped on like a little bug, like a roach, and got on about this business. And we—that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. That would have been the shortest movie known to man. Like as soon as like you know they play the previews of other movies coming out. As soon as King Kong versus Godzilla come on, it'll be on like just a scene of Godzilla stepping on King Kong, and then the credits pull up. Like, I paid fifteen dollars for this. No, I want a refund. That's literally what it's gonna be, bro. You show up to the movie, and then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? They gonna have a. You already know they gonna try to make it longer than what it is. They gonna have a little, you know, the little girl, Mean King Kong, and whatnot, and all that stuff, and then they're going to have you know, King Kong on the boats being Godzilla and stuff. But then, all of a sudden, when they go to the city to get that throwdown, Godzilla going to be like, smush. <laughs> then the credits going to roll. That's the end of the... I'm going to be so mad if I watch that. Like, if I watch anything 
even close to that, I would be pissed because, like, why? Like, why would you waste my time? Like, why would you even do that to a human being? Just wasting time just to watch this short movie just to see this end like that. But here's the thing since King Kong has a lot of abilities that are like defense against uh, Godzilla's abilities, mm-hmm. and because of that, and because they are making King Kong the size of Godzilla now, I don't know how they're gonna do that, but you saw it in the trailer. My money is gonna be on King Kong because, uh, from the way I see it, King Kong is more agile than yeah. Godzilla is. You know what I'm saying? He's a silverback gorilla. He's, you know, Godzilla just run through everything. Godzilla's just like, I don't care about none of this. I'm gonna just run through it. It's over with. Everybody gonna die. That's what Godzilla on. King Kong or some. If you mess with me, then I'm gonna kill you. You know what I'm saying? If you mess with the little girl, then I'm gonna kill you. You know what I'm saying? He on he on that type stuff. Yeah. Next movie we have up is uh Mortal Kombat. Is the movie already out yet? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I haven't we haven't watched it yet. But it might be by the time this, you know, this podcast come out. So it might be out already. I'm not gonna tell you to go watch it because they didn't pay us for that. But anyway, continue. But yeah, um, I saw the trailer for it. It looks pretty good. Like they um used to make like old like live action. I saw this really really old live action Mortal Kombat movie back in the day, and it was like hilarious because the way they edited stuff, it was very like low grade. It was. it was very like you could tell like um it was made in like nineteen something something it was <laughs> it was just it was funny they didn't have all the you know c g i and updated technology yeah. in order to do all this other stuff but it was so funny but the this new Mortal Kombat looks like is going to be uh enjoyable um so I'm looking forward to it and i'm you know uh I'm a Liu Kang type person. I'm also a Raiden person. Raiden. I, like every, I like a lot of people on Mortal Kombat, honestly. Uh, I'm not a fan of Liu Kang. I'm a fan of who else? Sub Zero. I like Kung Lao. I like his hat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He be fighting. Like, if you play the game, like, his hat is like really sharp. Yeah. You can throw yeah, hat I see at that. you. Like he can throw the hat at you and cut you up with his hat. I'm like, he about to he about to tell you up with his hat. Uh who else? Um, I, I can't remember names that well, but what's the name with the uh robot arms? Jax. 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 Johnny. His, his daughter might be in there. Jackie. Um Jackie. His daughter. Like, bruh. I know you played you played Mortal Kombat Living. I didn't play it. I have Mortal Kombat 10, but I've I've I saw the uh storyline for Mortal right, Kombat yeah. 11 on the on YouTube. Right. Right, like I think me watching cuz I I'm tell you I'm not the biggest Mortal Kombat fan, but like as far as story mode to Mortal Kombat like bro, I'm a huge fan of the story mode because like bro. It's a good storyline. It's like Story modes make games. Like if you if you watch the story mode, it's basically like watching a movie. If you're watching the right person play it, it's basically a movie. Like you can sit there and watch it like it's a movie. But like 
I think when I watched the story mode uh, uh, Combat 11, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, I seen Jackie. I think I became a big fan of Jackie from that. Uh, and then, like you say, Raiden. I became a fan of Raiden. And then, especially, like, Luke Kang, uh, Raiden gave him the powers or whatever. I was fired. Yeah, but I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a good, um, I think it's gonna be a good movie. Um, I can't wait to see it. I hope that, um, I think, let me tell you this, I think it's gonna be better than the Dragon Ball Z movie coming out, the new one. Oh, for sure. I bet. I feel like the old one, I feel like the Dragon Ball Z in the past just came out at the wrong time. Like, they tried to be, like, I guess you could say ahead of the times with coming out with that movie with the whole, you know, animation aspect of it. But it didn't look good at all. Like, it kind of, like, sucked. I guess it was good for its time, but as far as the movie itself, it sucked. But this, I hope, hope, I really hope the second one with, you know, every all the villains and everything, like, with Super and stuff, I pray and hope that is way better than the first one. I really pray. This is a all this um, technology. This is kind of controversial. Um, who do you think is better, Scorpion or Sub Zero? Like, or, or who do you like the most? Scorpion or Sub Zero? I'm gonna say Scorpion because of the. Get over here. Oh, I, know like, well, I love that. I know you. Bro, like that, that, bro. Like, that is, that is so fire, bro. If I had that, like, literally, like, if I had that in my arsenal, like, I could just pull, like, a chain out of my wrist and just tell you to get over here, bro. Like, that's literally just, man. First of all, you feel embarrassed because I just punked you. Second of all, like, you can't do nothing about it. So, that's, that's cool to have. But Sub-Zero, I feel like Sub Zero is cool too, but I say like I'm I'm gonna stick with Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like, uh, like Sub Zero. He's uh, cool. He's cool. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> he's cool. Uh, no that boy cold. No pun he intended. <laughs> that boy cold. No pun intended. That boy cold. <laughs> that boy icy. No well, no well, yeah, I like Sub Zero. Um, I think the reason why I just like Sub Zero is because when I was growing up, everybody was just like Scorpion this, Scorpion that, or at least like, yeah. like um, like my cousins or like the dudes like in my school growing up, they always just talk about Scorpion. Da 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 da. I was like, I will all y'all with uh, Sub Zero. Y'all just trying to hype this man up for nothing because of his get over here. Like, nah. Yeah. I, I'm a freeze you. I'ma freeze your blood. I'ma freeze you. I'ma make you. Uh, I feel like that'll be a forever ongoing. But I feel like it's just preference. Like, but do you like the winner? I should have said Sub Zero because I like the winner. Is he cool? You know what I'm saying? No pun intended. But like, you know what I'm saying? Scorpion is just fire, bro. (laughs) No pun intended. My goodness. Anyway, I really we, did. I really did. Be- <laughs> anyway, we gonna move on, and the next upcoming movie we want to see is Space Jam. 
So, um, as you know, LeBron James is supposed to be um, the new person in the movie because, you know, like the old Space Jam, it was Michael Jordan. So, uh, this year, when is it coming on 2021? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or something like, like that. Later, so, like later, later. Either like this like year or next year. Like half know of when, the year. Okay. So, well, something like that. Um, when Space Jam comes out, um, I'm kind of excited for it. I'm really, I'm really ready. And me and Jalen just said this earlier, but I feel like they should throw um, Michael Jordan in there. And the reason why I said that is because uh, there's this always this heated debate: who is better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Like this is that is such a heated debate within, um, you know, the NBA cult. I'm gonna call it a cult because that is what it is. Um, people who are like fans of the NBA, I just call, just call it a cult or whatever, just to be funny. But because um, there are people who are hardcore LeBron fans, like Jalen over here, thinks that LeBron can do no wrong. You know how you know how you know how you have those Trump supporters that are like kind of annoying, like they just go hardcore for Trump, like he can't do Run, no wrong. Bro. That is Jalen to LeBron James. Brian, Brian, all day. And I'm just like, y'all are just. Y'all would lick this man's barefoot if y'all if y'all had the chance. And LeBron James, LeBron James got some toe up feet. I'm not even gonna lie. You seen his feet? A picture of his feet? I have. Yes, they're terrible. But it's but King you, James. But you would still lick it. It's King James. But um, I feel like. I don't know if they should bring back the Monstars. I feel like they need to bring something back, a dynamic. Like, because the Monstars to me were very funny. That's what I liked about the movie. Mm-hmm. I need whoever the, is going to be the opposing team to the team that um, LeBron James is going to be on. I hope that they're going to be funny or something like that because they were funny to me. They were hilarious. But I feel like they probably. They probably won't bring them back. They might. They might not. I don't think they will. I think they might probably, they might reference them. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, They probably had children. Who knows? It's probably like a, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. know. It's, you know it would be a cool storyline? Like, uh, um, the Looney Tunes, they need to get back together again and have another game. And so mm-hmm. they end up recruiting LeBron James, like, for, you know, so it can go to, for, like, a second round. But they're yeah. not going to go up against the Monstars. Then, then they're going to make a cutscene and reference, like, the original Space Jam and play a little bit of that yeah. with, like, LeBron uh, – not LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan in it. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. So it can be, like, it's educating or showing the younger kids of this generation what we grew up on. You see what I'm saying? So they can get a little yeah. snippet of the original Space Jam so they can see like what the- that was about. Like the best of both worlds, kind of. Yeah, so they can see a little bit of. They can play like a little like cut scene of the original Space Jam. Yeah. So, so yeah. Hey, let's have this. I don't know. Let's have this debate right now, bro. Okay. LeBron or Michael Jordan, bro? Because I feel like I feel like I have a good answer that I've been hearing from a lot of people. Or from some people. Yeah, I know I'm a Brian fan. But like I feel like I have an answer. So who do you think is better? Or who who would you like? You know what I'm saying? If it was your first pick of the draft, who you getting? 
first pick of the draft, you got their whole resume, all that, everything they did. Like, cool. Are you talking about they're the same age? I guess, yeah, in their primes, basically. I feel like, because they both played two different positions. Then they yeah. play. They play two different positions. But right. um Jordan plays shooting guard. Ron play like small forward or something. Yeah. Um I think I'm gonna pick Michael Jordan. Where? And it's not because I have a hate I don't have a hate for LeBron James. I really don't. It's just that um this is a hard it's just it's a hard thing to yeah. pick, like between them two. Because a lot of people make the, the debate is that like the competition was harder now than it was back then. The competition is harder now, my bad, than it is now than it was back then. So they're trying to give LeBron more credit for being better. But then um, another argument that I've had, like heard against LeBron is that LeBron didn't stay with the same team to get a ring. He had to move to Miami to get a team, you know what I'm saying, to get a ring. But LeBron James, I mean, not LeBron, Michael Jordan stayed. Okay. Even though, like, once he got Pippen and um Dennis Rodman and all that, he started getting, but, like, uh Michael Jordan, never he didn't leave or nothing. But I still think, like, if I want to say who do I like watching more, who's better, I just think it's Michael Jordan. Okay. I think, Another, I think, who, do you think, who do you think is the GOAT? That's what I kind of meant to say. Who do you think is the GOAT? Because that's what my, like... That's the what goal? I don't want to say my argument, but that's what my Michael, argument. Michael Jordan for sure. You Michael Jordan the goat? Yeah, because I think he's the goat. Because when I think of goat, I think it's the person who laid the foundation or started. You, know, I don't want to say started at all, but he was the person that a lot of people looked up to first. I know it's hard to say because they was born in two different generations, but if we being like keeping up with the time frame of everything. LeBron James might not be LeBron James if he didn't have Michael Jordan to look up to. Right. But here my thing, I, I'm going to say this is my argument. Not my argument, but here my thing, I think everybody has, you know what I'm saying, has a different goal because of the era. So like a time people had Jordan. It was a time when people had like Magic Johnson. A time people had Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a time where you have certain people. I think it's just, it was a time where people had Jordan, people had Kobe, people had Shaq at a point. You know, big men had Shaq, people had then LeBron. I feel like LeBron is now, and then you're going to have a lot of kids nowadays who be like LeBron the GOAT. Like me, because I grew up on LeBron, so I'm going to be like LeBron the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I'm saying, of course you have YouTube and you can watch uh, Michael Jordan, you know, basketball games. And you can decide on your own, but at the same time, like most kids of this generation will be like, "Oh, LeBron, he can do everything." You know what I'm saying? That's how. That's why I feel like LeBron the goat. I'm not gonna say he's the goat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say he's a goat because it's basically it's a lot of goats of different eras. If that makes sense, like. Yeah, I see where you come from, but let me ask you this question. Let's say, let's fast forward to another generation, the generation after us, right? They yeah. didn't grow up, they didn't grow up on LeBron, and they didn't grow up on Michael Jordan. If you were to take a sample of those kids of the next generation, mm-hmm. who, who do you think 
they would know more? Do you think they would know the name of LeBron James or do you think they would know the name of Michael Jordan? Whose name do you think, who do you think as a sample of kids of the next generation will recognize LeBron James' name more or Michael Jordan's name more? I feel like LeBron. That's how you I feel? Think, I, I feel think, I really different. think, I really think LeBron because of the simple fact he's more, I would say he's, I guess you could say he's recent. He's more. He's his. He's kind of more. Close he's, to them. Yeah, his. Yeah, I feel like he's close. I think by the time, like the kids, like our, like our kids, like you know what I'm saying. By the time they see, you know what I'm saying, see all that, I feel like they be like, "Who's Michael Jordan?" Like they like. I feel like kids after us just be like, "Who is that?" Like he's not so nineteen. Blah 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 blah, whatever. We're so twenty forty or whatever. Like I feel like it'll be like it'll be a time like that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think differently. Is I think it's just really? because I think it's because the way Michael Jordan has marketed himself, like he, the, like yeah. the shoes, the clothes. The shoes, like I yeah. feel like. Let me put it this way: I don't want to like say who's the goat just because of shoes, but I'm just saying like who would know who more in the next generation. And I just think that, let's say for instance, if there's no scandal or no situation happens, Michael Jordan doesn't take his shoes off the market or his clothes or his merchandise off the market and he's still selling them because every time he drop a new shoe, yeah. it's the same shoe, but different color or different material and everybody in that line trying to buy that mug. But anyway, people are gonna know what a Jordan is. Yeah. In the next generation, simply because of the shoes. Now, I'm not trying to say that people won't know LeBron James, but mm -hmm. I feel that LeBron James has his own shoe, you know. Yeah. But it's a, it's not like a, it's not like a Jordan shoe. Yeah, I can see. Jordan is like Jordan is under Nike, but it's like kind of separate from Nike a little bit. LeBron James, there's not like a LeBron James like you know separation from Nike. Yeah. It's like I think I can see I can see where you're coming from mm -hmm. because of the simple fact. It's like I can see it, but at the same time, I feel like even if the shoes were to like still be on the market and stuff, I feel like they wouldn't. I feel like they wouldn't know about Michael Jordan the player. They'll know about Michael Jordan the shoe? shoes. I feel mm -hmm. like it'll be more of clothing and merchandise more than what he did on the court, if that makes sense. Like, he, they'll be more at it. They'll be like, yeah, like, if he, he's talking about shoes, like, he'd go to shoes, yeah, like, I always rock George. Who knows, bro? It might be a different shoe, but I feel like George will always, George going to be in every generation, I feel like. Me, personally, I feel like from now on, Jordan is going to be in the conversation. You're going to have Jordan, you're going to have Jordan always, because you can all he's always reselling the same shoe. It'll be fifteen pairs of the same shoe later down in in this generation. I promise you it will. Like when I turn like bro, when I turn about forty, it's gonna be the same Jordan coming out that came out right now. The university blues that came out and come come out in the next thirty years. How much you want I need to place my raffle right now so I can get that shoe in the next thirty years, bro. It's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the same shoes. I know. I, I feel you. like that's all they're gonna know him by. But then, if they have, I mean, if their parents like you and like me and you, or any, you know, if we teach our kids like 
Michael Jordan was this, Michael Jordan was that, or LeBron was this. LeBron. I feel like they're no based off of what we're teaching them or what the internet basically, you know, you can YouTube anything quick. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just basically on technology and the parenting. I still feel like the next generation is going to know who Michael Jordan is, you know, because I didn't grow up doing a Michael Jordan era. I never, like, I did not grow up in a Michael Jordan era at all. You know what I'm saying? But I know who he is because cause I, because of my love for basketball. Even though he wasn't on the screen playing when I was, you know, yeah. alive and stuff like that. But I still know who he is because, like, because Space Jam, for instance, that's how he reached children. That's what LeBron trying to do. He trying to market himself. You see what I'm saying? So keep himself talking. Like, you can go to a Foot Locker. There's going to be a picture of, like, LeBron James. People going to know exactly what a number 23 is because he – he made that, you know, he made that money. Yeah. 23. And I feel like you're right. I can't, I cannot remember what I was going to say. I was going to say a good point, too, but, like, I agree with you, though, but I feel like children would just, it's just basically off parenting, like, with your, like, what you teach your kid about mm-hmm. who and what, and then technology, like, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I feel like that's how they know, like, who is who. Who it is. Yeah, like, I feel like it would be no, it would be no different. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, who, who, like, who is who, depending on parenting and technology, basically. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, both of them, both of them are good players. Yeah. Um, I just like Michael Jordan more. It's like, Based off preference too, like how you play. Like and then plus, if you like, play yeah. a certain way, I like you prefer my... a score, gonna score. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, yeah. playmaker. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. See, I'm small, so I play um, pa- uh, not power forward. Why well, I was gonna say that? Point guard. So <laughs> you play able... power forward at five. <laughs> you play power forward at five three. <laughs> look, look, I was, was out here. Paint. I was in the paint. I was a big man. I was dunking on these people, bro. You, you don't know me. I was out here shacking, bro. I was in the paint like, pass me the ball. I got him. I got him. <laughs> anyway, I was a point guard, so my playing style is very much, you know, um, not driving in the paint because I'm not trying to get um, – my shot packed by these skyscrapers that got down in the paint with my little self. So I had a lot of like outside play, like, you know, three or like floaters. I played a lot like that. That's my playing style. So that's how I related to Michael Jordan a little bit. LeBron James, he is just, he will be at the three point line, turn around and back you down all the way from the three point line to like the post. I, I feel like, and late I feel like ball. LeBron. I feel like LeBron was more my game. That's what I feel like because, like, playing basketball growing up, like, I was always – I went, like, the – you know what I'm saying, the scoring dude. Like, I always – you know what I'm saying, I shoot threes and I drive. But at the same time, I always, like, make plays, like, pass the ball. I was – bro, the, the dimes. I had dimer on Hall of Fame. And, like, <laughs> off the heezy, bro. Okay, I was so- – Michael Jordan, his thing, I think Michael Jordan is more 
athletic or acrobatic than LeBron James. And I think that's just maybe because LeBron James is a little bit bigger than him. That's why he's LeBron James is not as acrobatic. But yeah. like my man Michael Jordan made a dunk from the free throw line. Yeah, I feel like it's just they built different too. Yeah, they are. Cause Jordan, cause Jordan was like more smaller. Like if you weigh Jordan, probably his prime. Jordan probably was like two. I say two ten, two o five. LeBron, LeBron, when he came in, LeBron was light. LeBron was like about a good two fifteen. But as LeBron got older and matured, LeBron went all the way up to about a good two sixty. Bro, that's a freight train, bro. Why you think they call him the freight train when he ran down the court, bro? Get out the way. Don't stand in the pa- Don't take that charge. No. <laughs> You're going to end up going to the hospital. Get out the way. Like, why would you take that? Don't listen to your coach. Your coach don't know what he's talking about. Tell your coach to come take this charge. Tell your, tell your coach to do it. Like, I mean, but. I, LeBron just for me, like he said, for you is Jordan. You got that finesse. Me, LeBron, I'm just um, I can back you down. Then you just want to twerk on. You no, just want to back you weird. down and twerk on. Yes, that's what you want. You, you just said you like Pause. to back him down. Whoa. Whoa. You said Pause. back him down. Pause. Said back him down. Bro, that's like that's so that's so crazy. Like now in the world just today, on you. <laughs> no, in the world today, you cannot say like what you used to say back then. <laughs> like I would back, I would back you out of the paint. That's so gay, right? <laughs> that's so gay today. <laughs> like you know how many times you used to say that back then, <laughs> and it used to not be a problem, but now it's a problem. Like now you I'm always you sideways. Like, you know, oh, you like bro, the bad dudes down? Okay, bro, tell me more. That's like. Like it ain't nothing, bro. It ain't nothing wrong with like, you know, saying homosexual people, but like that's not me. Like I'm straighter than the game, you feel me? <laughs> but like as far as <laughs> you ain't never heard that, like people straighter than the gate. Then a what? Then a gate. No, I've never heard somebody say then a gate. A lot of people said well back then, I don't know about now, but back then. I heard someone say like I'm as straight as like a straight line or something, but not a gate. A gate can have a dent in it. What you talking about? Bruh, people say straight in the gate. Anyway, continue. But yeah. You can't really say you cannot say like stuff like that now. Because people would literally like you'll say something like that. Say if I say that again, like right, like in front of my friend, like, hey bro, I'm you know what I'm saying I'm backing down in the paint or whatever, I'm backing them down in the paint. Like they literally stop you in the middle of your sentence and say pause <laughs> or no homo. Like they literally stop you in the middle of your sentence and say that. And you just be like, in your head, you're not thinking like that because you just like in the process of what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You just like talk about what you're talking about. But then I like when you really think about it, it's just like, okay, I guess. Like I guess. <laughs> but it's just like I wouldn't tell you know I wasn't saying it like that. You know, but I feel like now in days it's just like it don't matter. It really don't matter. <laughs> it really don't. It don't. And that's just crazy. But yeah, um, thanks for rocking up with us, JV Nation. That's the end of this episode and cue the music. <laughs>